0: Good morning for the CJRU morning mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy and debuting on the show I've got director Tristan Barrocks.
1: How you doing? How you doing, Donovan? Thank you for coming to the show. Well, listen, it's my pleasure. I'm always excited to uh, share my perspective and, and uh, work and talk and learn with, with everybody. So I'm, I'm glad I'm here and thank you for the invitation. And you said you like the show, right? Yes, absolutely. The show is dope. I mean, you, you, you seem like such an interesting person that loves to to pick on certain things and, and ask uh, definitely poignant questions. So I'm always ready and willing to, to do the same.
0: All right. So let's hear about you. You're a director. You used to be a cinema. Photographer, yes. But you are a director. Yeah. Let's talk about how did you decide? You know what? I want to be a director.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? It's funny because I think sometimes we think that we have to make this big decision on, like, this is what I need to do in my life. And oftentimes... It's the opposite. That thing kind of picks you, kind of chooses you based upon your passions and your gifts. And, and you know, I heard somebody say, a really amazing speaker say that, like, if you want to find your purpose, find what you're angry about. Find what, what ticks you off, because that is the problem that you have to solve. And so for me, I think, you know, directing was always in my blood, but it's an expression of telling authentic human-centered stories. And so that's really where it's coming from. And, and, and it didn't start there. I started, you know, at seven years old, I was a part of my first musical. And that musical changed my life. Um, I I thought I, I couldn't um, you know I wasn't good at anything. I was a middle child of four children. And and one day my one of my pastors said, hey you gotta you gotta audition for this this uh, church play. And I was like I don't even I, that's not what I do. And uh, long story short, I, I I practiced really hard. I I wanted to get this Jesus role, and I got. They gave me the evil Herod role. <laughs> and and from there though, although I didn't understand it, that was the best thing that happened to me because it was it was the, 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 uh, role with the most lines and, and the part that was most prominent. And I was, I was responsible for really carrying that, that musical. And after doing it, I realized that, 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 you know, theater and the arts and telling stories is, is my life, my life's passion Rem- from the age of seven, eight. So yeah. All right. So we're telling stories. What kind of stories do we tell in case our listeners want to know? Do only, we really- only the best, only the best stories. Come on. So, so we're talking <laughs> about, you know, West <laughs> Indian stories. We're talking about passionate stories. We're talking about stories, um, for for me specifically because i work with my wife who's my partner in life and partner in business Uh, she's my producing emerging producing partner natanya barracks and um i'm i'm the director sort of the creative mind and creative side we're really passionate about telling stories uh, about real people but specifically around the black family and and i feel like there's an opportunity in our market to see positive reflections of the black family like i was sharing with you before you know the black family is not some mythical entity that you only see when there's a full moon. There, you know, black families are strong, healthy, and vibrant, and I think they need to be reflected in on Canadian screens and in Canada. And, and the black experience, the black Canadian experience, is not something that we always have to rely on in terms of um, um, comparing ourselves to the American experience, right? Because the American experience is something we see all the time, but we don't see. What it means to be black and what it means to be Canadian reflected on our screens. So mm. that's what we're passionate about telling.
0: Okay, so what is it going to take for people's mindsets to change? Who are not of our race, yep. seeing those stories. What do you say to that?
1: Well, I, I think the number one thing that we have to do as a, as a collective, if we're talking, you know, the, you know, there's a macro level and then there's a micro level, right? And I think from the macro level, as a collective of Black creatives, we have to demand more out of each other, and we have to we have to not say yes to every opportunity just because it's the opportunity and oftentimes i feel like we kind of settle to tell the same stories whether it's the trauma stories you know the gun violence or the the father this parent you know home or whatever that is or the baby mama drama right We 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 opt to tell those stories because yes that's a part of the truth of the black experience but that's not the whole totality of the black experience so that's the first thing as a as a as a group of collective uh creatives black creatives we have to choose to want to tell other stories then from a from a macro level we have to decide to say to ourselves hey listen what what stories am i telling and is it is it showing a different side of the experiences that I've had as a black individual? And how can I reach out to, to people to get a different perspective on the black experience if I only seen one side of things, right? I, I, I use this story a lot in my own personal life. A few years ago, I had an opportunity to um, go back to Jamaica with a client and to do a documentary on the LGBTQ Uh, plus community in jamaica and 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 anybody that knows anything about jamaica it's like that doesn't exist right i know right i mean that that that's (laughs) scary right (laughs) but there really was and and they were they were they were steadily thriving and they had their stories and here's the thing the barrier for me was well i'm a heterosexual black male i grew up in like a, a christian home west indian conservative home how do i now tell this story but the reality is is that i just needed my clients and, and a few people that were open enough to share their stories to be able to have access to see the humanity in their stories, right? And to understand a different perspective and share a different story. And I think oftentimes as creatives, we rely so much on just our own personal journeys and we're not open to hearing other people's perspectives and and maybe facilitating some other types of stories instead of just the ones that we know.
0: Now, for our people, I'm gonna ask another question that are sick of our stories. What do you want to tell them? Where they're sick of seeing the slave movies, they're sick of the gun violences, they're sick of the single... you know baby mother home or sometimes single baby father home Mm -hmm. they're tired of those stories what do you want to tell our people that have given up they think I've seen the saw before I heard it I don't want to be a part of that
1: yeah so I I would say two things number one we we vote with our wallet and we vote with our views right the reality is is that the reason why those movies are being made is because they're making money we're in the film and television industry not the film and television charity (laughs) <laughs> right, and so the reality is, is that we, as a community, we have to um, be willing to support with our time our eyes our attention our resources right our our talents those creatives that are telling different stories different narratives right and and in order to do that we have to start from very young we have to say to our kids like my son my son went to go see this past week and we went to go see the mario movie right for those of you that don't know the mario movie came out it, it was great cool whatever but one of the things that i i realized was that i was raising my son to think independently he came back home and and as we were driving home he was saying dad i didn't really love the movie it didn't really have a storyline i was like well unpack that son and he's saying well you know yes these moments are great but i didn't really love the fact that there wasn't a flow here or how come there was this and was questioning stuff and then he told me today when he came home from school that all the kids were like oh it was the greatest movie ever this is the the best and he was like no there wasn't really a story and they and the kids were appalled by it kind of appalled but you know kid mm-hmm. kid appalled the reason why i use that example is because from very young a very young age I spoke with my son I was saying, hey, these are the things that make great stories or these are the things that I, I don't want us to watch. This is what I'm choosing for us to consume as a family. And that now is is reaping. We're reaping sort of the fruits of that now where he's 10 years old and he can tell you what is a good movie and what's a bad movie and why the movie means something to him or why the show works, right? And so it, it's twofold. We got to support both with our eyes and with our energy and with our money, with our money, with our money, and with raising up the next generation to realize that we are not a monolith, that we are not just immigrants, that we are not just ghetto, that we are not just baby mamas, and we're not just gangsters. So it's twofold.
0: Mm -hmm. And you're right. With our money, too, my people. Our money. Yes, sir. You heard that? All right. Yes, sir. Just saying, don't throw tomatoes. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right. So let's hear about these beautiful projects yes. you have. What do you want to encourage our listeners that are still skeptical of you saying this breath thinks He's better absolutely. than me. You know, <laughs> he thinks, see what he called it. He has something to prove, yeah. but I've seen it all before.
1: So what do you want to tell about the project? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few different projects that you can check out. Um, first of all, you can go to TristanBarricks.com. You can see all of our work. You can also go to the Digital Storytellers, which is the the uh, the company um that, that, that me and my wife run, and and that is a really really great way to kind of get a sense of our work and sort of what we're looking for and what we're going for. Plus, you can see dope pictures of us because we look dope. Um, but 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 moving forward, um, we we have a project that spoke to a lot of people. Um, a few years ago, we released. this called. Um, Dear Black Dad, and it's a project that is a is a is what we call a visual journal, and it's basically an ode to all the fathers that stayed in their child's life, specifically black fathers. And uh, it's written and directed by myself, and um, I had a great creative team, a creative partner of, of the name of uh, O'Shane Howard, who was a really great creative partner, as well as many other creatives. And what we wanted to do was we just wanted to shine the light on fathers that that were there, that stayed in their, their kids' lives. So that's up for your consumption. Um, It's free to consume. We want people to share it, to look at it, to share every Father's Day, to share even when it's not Father's Day, to just to celebrate fathers, black fathers. But going forward, we have two really special projects that we're working on right now. The first one is called uh, Diaries of an Average Black Dad. And this this focuses on our protagonist, our main character. His name is Michael, Michael Lincoln. And he is a 40-something-year-old husband to one, father to three, who is just a laid-back guy and his life gets flipped upside down because of the sudden death of his father. And when his father dies, he realizes that he just starts questioning everything and he realizes that he needs to do more in his life You know his life is is cool But he's just been living a really regular average life and he's trying to discover what it means to have an, a, a, a An extraordinary life and so he goes on this adventure this journey, uh, you know um, uh, Episode after episode it's a 30-minute uh, Comedic uh, sort of sitcom and he's going through different things whether he's, he's trying to teach his, his daughter how to how to date and how to Identify the right man Man, to you know talking to his son about sex or bringing him to co- uh, you know uh, comic-con and trying to do cosplay without him knowing all of these embarrassing crazy things happening trying to connect with his wife right both emotionally and spiritually and physically and what does that look like and and we hear some of the dialogue in his mind and so there's all of this sort of creative thought and 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 humor that comes out of it and the best part about it is that he's trying to run this journey with two average friends that he's known since he since the age of five and so so, what is it like to try and live an extraordinary life? Dragging people that don't want to be extraordinary—they just want to be regular. They just want to be the dudes that they all, they've always been. And so, really excited about that project. We're in the process of, of, of uh, finishing off some of the scripts, and, uh, and hopefully, we can get it on to a broadcaster and, and produce some really, really great moments. Uh, very much uh, in line with like Blackish or My Wife and Kids or Malcolm in the Middle—that sort of vibe. And uh, the second project that you can really look out for is called—it's um, called Boy Read now. Uh, I don't know about you. I don't know your background, but my background is Jamaican, right? The best country in the world. Sorry. I know. I know. I know. I know I'm going to get flack, but big up to jamaica bah, 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 bah. anyways <laughs> i have something to say okay. after but he can continue uh, before i digress big up to jamaica um but yeah so so boy read comes from those moments as as growing up as a west indian child bothering your parents your parents are trying to focus on something else and it's like, boy go, go, go do something go read a book right that's something that's something that we all heard as as annoying children and so boy read is a double entendre it's it means you know boy go read go do something, but then it's also boy read boy open your mind be be committed to educating yourself and so this whole story the premise of the story is you have a, a father who's working first generation father who's working trying to provide for his his family and he finds out that his 10-year-old son can't read and he has a decision to make does he stop his life, pause his life and try and educate his son on his own and, and have to open up to his son and try and connect to, to his son in a different level or in a different way? Or does he leave his son in the educational system and, and try and hope for the best? And so we follow this father and son as they they journey together, discovering each other and and falling in love with each other and building that connection that only fathers and, and sons know. And so I'm really excited. We're really excited about sharing that experience, that that film with so many people. All right. Their happy ending. Well, you'll have to wait and see. Um, that's not that's not something I can really divulge because then why do you need to see the movie, right? Well, what do you call it? get listeners happy before? Well, well, listen, listeners will be very happy because there's gonna be humor. There's going to be tension. There's going to be drama. There's going to be moments where you're going to want to cry. Or like in the West Indies, you're going to want to bawl. You're going to want to bawl off yourself. (laughs) But the reality is, is that I think that this story is going to resonate with many parents, immigrant parents, West Indian parents that are trying to do their best. And oftentimes they don't have an opportunity to stop and focus on one child or two children. And this is a, a story that's going to be a reflection of what it costs to raise a child in this environment, in this culture and in this time, so yeah. Jalution in the house, y'all. Jalution, oh, oh, okay? Oh, Jalution, y'all don't know. <laughs> y'all
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Just to set the record straight here, okay? Both Jamaican and St. Lucia. Okay. Proud of that. <laughs> a mixed boy here, huh? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican and St. Lucia, okay. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah. what more do you want to see? Let's say if yeah. I am, uh, what do you call it? A mother, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an African-American or an c- African-Canadian woman. Woman or a man, yes. and I'm not liking any of the content you're providing. Mm-hmm. What do you want to tell me about watching? Let's say I decide to give you a chance. What do you want to tell me?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think ultimately it's my responsibility to to give a perspective right as a as a storyteller as a director it's my responsibility to create to create the table and to create and set the table and and set the environment for you to experience something new um and then it's up to you to be open To a fresh story and a fresh um, a fresh uh, perspective on a topic the big thing for me though that I would say is that you don't have to like it for it to be good you just it just has to do something to you that makes you think different that makes you have a different perspective so the goal is I mean from a business perspective yes we got to make money we got to get butts in the seat we got to get people streaming it we got to get people watching it absolutely but we also want to hear the feedback we also want to know what's not working why don't you like this character what what grates you about the storyline because that makes us better storytellers right and ultimately you you vote with your views and with your wallet and so for me all I ask for is a chance I don't ask for you to support me because I'm black I don't ask you to support me because you know I'm creating content that's showing positive representations of of the black family I'm asking you to watch the content and if the content resonates with you to share it with somebody else and share it with somebody else and have conversations and send feedback and and let's grow just like Tyler Perry did. Tyler Perry did the Chitlin Circuit for how many years um, with his stage plays? And then he did his first film, Diaries of, an Average, uh, or of a uh, Mad Black Woman, right? See, I got it gotta mixed up there, right? And, and he did that in 2001 or 2002, something like that. He paid a million dollars to get that movie made. Nobody wanted to give him the money, right? But they... St- he then within the first i think the first weekend he made back 20 mil so he literally 20k or 20 times his his investment right and so that only came because he built a community and that community consumed his content he listened to that community and he cre- created things that that spoke to that community so that's what we hope to do okay and the parents what do you want to tell you know our
0: people yeah. that want to have these discussions with their sons and their daughters. What do you want to tell them?
1: Well, when you say discussions, what what kind of discussions?
0: Discussions of if they're watching your content. Discussions of, let's say we have, what do you call it? I have a son who has ADHD and he can't read and he's hyperactive and he's all over the place. And I am a mother and I'm trying and my husband is working all the time and I'm gonna lose it on him. What
1: discussions can we have as a family? Well, I'll say this, right? I, I am a director, I'm a creative, I'm not a medical professional, so I can't really speak to that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I would love to say that, hey, listen, I have a sociology degree or I have a, if a psychology degree, I don't have any of those things. So I'm not a professional, a medical professional from that lens. Yeah. But what I will say is that I think the the point of art in general, music, um theater films television shows is to create the space to have open dialogue so if that dialogue is hey listen this character in this movie started reading because they started reading their favorite lyrics of to their favorite song or they started to to connect with each other and become closer with each other because they found a love in in sports or they found a love in watching movies then that's a beginning. That's a point, right? But I think that that I my hope is that we can create content that the family can consume together and and start having some conversations around how they feel, how they can solve problems. Maybe they need to go and reach out to medical professionals or support social support um, um, institutes. But but I think it's just about creating the environment to have the conversations or start those conversations. But by all means, don't stop with the movie, you gotta, you gotta do the work as well, right? Mm-hmm. And there's always somebody like you. You can encourage yeah. your child, say, you know absolutely. what? Hey,
0: you know what? There's somebody like you, you yeah. know? It's okay to be different. And what I mean different is, you know, that example. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so did you wanna throw out your social media platforms yeah. just in case? We absolutely. have parents listening that want to absorb this content. They wanna to get to know your content and
1: they want to start the discussion discussion Today well, I, I will say this um, before I, before I do the social media thing. I really do think it's really important for people to understand that like when you have a child who is creative who is an alternative learner lean into the things that they're passionate about lean into the things that they love lean into the idiosyncrasies of who they are and what their personality is right if they're if they're a tinkerer find things for them to tinker with if they love music find a drum and a guitar for them to play music and in. lean into their passions because i think oftentimes as, as black parents we're like hey boy read a book and do your maths and do your science and we we do is that not true that's true that's true coming from a person
0: like you know same background and everything the reason why i'm just being neutral but (laughs) i do see what you're saying of course like many times when i was a kid go read that book or you know read it to your sister you know
1: (laughs) And, and so so my whole thing is like it's it's super important for us as a community and and as a just as beings human beings whether you're black or another community look at your child Learn your child, right? And don't be afraid to show some of yourself. So Here's the thing. I don't wanna to give too much away about the movie, but what I will say is that as parents, oftentimes we, we, we are parenting our chi- our children instead of fathering or mothering our children. And there's a big difference. Mm. There's a big difference. When you parent your child, you're, you're telling them what to do. You're, you're basically forcing them and guiding them and saying, okay, do this, clean up, da-da, da-da. When you're fathering or mothering them, you're revealing or, or allowing yourself to be a little bit more vulnerable and showcasing a little part of your own personality and your personal self, you see what I'm saying? And that's what allows them to open up. That's a, that's what allows you to build those connective tissues. So as they grow, as your children grow, their relationship grows with uh, with you, right? And 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 it opens up those pathways. So that if they're having problems at school, if they don't know what to do, th- those connective relationships are still there because you you are not just parenting them and telling them what to do. You're you're showing them who you are. And and here's the thing: I'm not saying to be your kid's best friend. But what I am saying is that you need to show a part of your humanity. They can't just see you as their parent. And so anyways, all of these things are wonderful things. I don't want to be preachy too much. Just saying um, that this is what I'm passionate about. And um, if you want to kind of engage with me on social a little bit more, you can check out more stuff on thedigitalstorytellers.ca as well as Tristan for some of my directing work and some of my commercial work and film work. And then if you want to follow us on social, um, it's the digital storytellers agency for our social. And then for me, you can follow me at Tristan barracks. That's B a R. R O C K S not B A R A C K S it's Barrocks, Fox. Bar and Rocks I putting that together and have my last name and done uh, uh, all right uh, good uh. <laughs> story over everything. So here's the thing. It's story over everything. This is the last thing I'll leave you with unless we have more time just to let me know. But I will say that everybody has a story. Everybody has a perspective, I should say. Your perspective is your gift to the world. The way that you communicate that, that perspective is through sharing your story. Let's not run away from our stories. Let's embrace our stories because your story could save somebody else's life. Your story can inspire somebody else. Your story can empower somebody else. Your story can be that one thing that's somebody else needs to see their life in a different way Mm -hmm. and so that's why I'm a storyteller that's why we're doing the stories that we're telling or we're telling the stories that we're telling we're writing the stories that we're writing because we we acknowledge and understand the power of story and the power of your perspective. Wow. 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 Hallelujah listeners. What a good word.
0: Jesus. <laughs> Keep <laughs> saying that name, man's name. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Amen, all, man. all right. Any final things you would like to tell the listeners in closing about your work, the projects, yeah. to the parents
1: or anyone? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would love to just let you all know that, you know, again, I, we have a few different things happening. We are Part of our business is uh, to create opportunities for young and up and coming uh, talent and artists. So if you are a writer, director, you know, you want to be a producer, you want to be a camera operator, a DP, uh, you know, a director of photography, an editor, contact us, let us know, because we would love to to see how we can create opportunities for for your yourself or people that you know, you know, thrive and grow and develop. And so for us, it's not just about creating content, making money off of it, making millions and leaving <laughs> what we want to do is we want to create a, a, a full ecosystem where we're educating empowering and inspiring the next generation and the current generation as well so that's wow all. it was really great to get to know yeah thank you Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys listening. This is a dope show. Keep on supporting. Thank you so much. And for CJRU 1280 AM, I'd like to thank Director. You can
0: throw out your name again, but Tristan man.
1: Tristan uh, uh, with the B A R R O C K S. It don't know the ting.
0: Thank you, and thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.